middle too for a little while. Okay. Good morning, everybody. Good morning to my brother, Doug. Doug Shora. Brother. I like to think of myself as the handsome older brother. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are delusional. That's true. Well, I guess that's... No, that's so, true. You are my handsome older brother. Uh, I thought you were going... I thought you said handsomer. So I just to wanted to... Your less handsome <laughs> older brother. Wait, no, I'm the only one. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess I've secured my position there. Welcome to the studio. Thanks for coming on. Uh, in honor of Mother's Day, we share a mom, everybody. So yeah. She's great, mom. <laughs> hey, shout out to all the mothers. Uh, Rachel, yeah. my loving wife. And uh, Julie, who is my father's wife. Wendy, who's Rachel's mom. Uh, who am I forgetting? You, well... And, and also everybody that has a mom. Happy Mother's Day to everybody that has a mom. How about that? Absolutely. All right. I'm going to play the song, and then we'll be back. We might even be joined by our mom at some point. Good so. chance. If she, um, if she can find the place. <laughs> She's probably lost right now, man. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. Come fill your time. This pot's for all. From the finger lakes, join in the call. Learn something new about the Cuca Trail. Upstate New York, every episode of Tap. Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. It's rare. That at all. Top secret. You know, when you get family on the show, it makes you a little nervous because you they know, know stuff. What they're gonna say. <laughs> we know stuff about each other. <laughs> so nothing that can uh, you know. Well nothing okay. that's gonna end my career. <laughs> no, uh, of course. Um let's keep it light. And um so we were talking about Mother's Day and mom and uh you know, we have her in common, but we also have some other things in common. Yeah. We're also, you know, we, all three of us are very nature centric. Absolutely. You and I are hunting, uh, fishing type guys and, and I do foraging as well. And I think we kind of get, yeah, that I do from too. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. And, and, and mom does the foraging. She's always keeping us up on the different things that she's been getting onto and yeah. as the seasons progress throughout the year, the different, uh, you know, types of plants and stuff that she's looking at. I'll tell you what I got into this morning. Uh, <clears throat> I had to put my truck into four wheel drive to get there, but I, uh, found some turkeys and nice. it was pretty cool. I just like, I drove up to, uh, the campground I've been working on. Nobody go there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to have it in um I had to have it in four wheel drive to get up there today because it was a little sloshy. Yeah. But uh I got up there and there was a turkey just out there waiting for me and then I let the dog run around a little bit after the turkey was gone. And when we're on our way back to the truck, I'd parked right next to a bunch of deer that were bedded down. And it was just a great morning, man. Sun awesome. shining, birds singing. I'm surprised you weren't out there talking to the turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a turkey call last year, and uh, I've got good tags. Really? Oh, I mean, yeah. I do, too. I could fill them if I knew where the birds were. That's usually the challenge. Well, I know where there are some, but <laughs> I haven't really been after them. I've been so busy lately just trying to get the house in order. The spring rain has really just... Oh, it's crazy. It's it's driven a, uh, a lot of the stuff that I've been doing. I had to re-roof the porch roof and uh, replace all the railings going around it. Everything's just been getting soaked and getting hammered by the rain, and I just couldn't take it anymore so get her done yeah you gotta get you gotta get the roof done yeah it's done is it done I, 
did it on would you go Rachel's with Rachel's dad? Did you go with the asphalt or the metal? A great help to me. Uh, steel. Steel. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Fifty years. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, your lifetime. I, think I did a good job yeah. installing it, so yeah, it should last. That should outlast the porch. Good. Yeah. Well, other than the part about the porch not lasting. Yeah. Well, you'll have that. I, it's an old house, and that porch has probably lasted thirty years. Fair. And it's not pink anymore. <laughs> yeah, purple. Which is exciting. <laughs> it was ugly. <laughs> it was ugly. You've been working on any art projects lately, or you've been all tied up working on oh, the house? Yeah. Um, I've been doing some pencil drawing lately. Um, I just finished a painting that I was working on for months during the winter. Mm -hmm. And uh, thankfully, I got it done um, at the beginning of spring because I like to do seasonal work mm -hmm. kind of and i don't really like to draw it out into later like the scene that i was doing in the winter time was a winter scene was it the deer in the with the uh in the valley thing? yeah 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 so i really wanted to produce that in the winter mm -hmm. and put it on display well it's on your mind yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, and to be able to show it while it's yeah. So it's on everybody else's relevant. mind too. Yeah. So it's relevant. Exactly. Cool. And uh, I actually have a display up in Canisteo at the Limadagian Library right now. All right. But I didn't get it in in time. So. Oh, so that one's not in it. Time. Yeah. So but I'm you have a it. like a gallery set up. Yeah. Cool. Is yeah, that is that a regular one. thing? Do they usually do that? Yeah. It's a month and a half long exhibit. Do they rotate through different artists? Yeah. Very neat. Check out the Wimadossian Library in Canisteo. That's right on Main Street. Mm -hmm. uh, somewhere near Acorn. It's no longer Acorn. Somewhere near the... Quickfill. Quickfill now. gas station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Quickfill now. It just changed suddenly, like uh, two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. No fanfare. Just... And all of a sudden it's Quickville now. Did that throw you off? A little bit. You're like, man. I mean, the kids were driving downtown and suddenly we see both the sign for Quickville and Acorn. And then in a day, Acorn was just gone. So is the uh, crappy pizza different? I haven't tried it yet. No. Okay. Know, to be honest. Don't uh, know. It was never very enticing so it was never good <laughs> it was the worst effing pizza well it was good at giving you instant stomach cramps it was excellent at that <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic at does that. it seem like anything has changed about the place other than the sign out front not really no. same staff and everything probably yeah yeah, yeah. i think they kept everyone on huh. nice. well there you go yeah of course it's not it's, it's no unimart no thank goodness for that <laughs> Have you seen Unimart lately? No. You don't want to look at that place. Really? Is it pretty getting out of shape? Um, getting that way? I mean, it's been that <laughs> it's been way out of shape since years. the 80s. <laughs> they don't have gas pumps anymore. They just got like a stone pit there. Do they still have the weird hot dogs with the hot dog roller thing? Oh, I don't know. I go in there with like horse blinders on and just go directly <laughs> for the thing I need. And get the heck out of there. It's just weird. It's so weird. That is a weird place. They have this countertop that's all like falling apart. It's all formica that's like faux wood. It's this is probably the same formica. And yeah. And awesome. some of it's actually worn off, so you can see the real wood core underneath of it. <laughs> but yeah, people still spend money there. Is that mom? I thought I just heard someone upstairs. Hello. Nobody's there. There are neighbors here, uh, okay. two floors up, and it sounds like they're right on top of you when they're walking around up there. So um, we'll just keep an ear out for mom just in case. This coffee's delicious. It's not bad coffee. Yeah. Uh, usually I get coffee from Amity, uh, which has just moved and it's a couple doors down. But I found out that uh, Blue Heron uh, Bakery is now open on Sundays, and I really like their coffee as well. They get it from uh, Kuka Coffee Roasters. Nice. And it's delicious, and um, I really like the owners over there. And I wanted to go get 
a couple croissants for you and mom. So I got some uh, double chocolate croissants Whoa, uh, for you guys. Trying to ruin my diet now. Totally. Totally. So where's yours? What are you going to have? They make bacon oh, I, croissants or something? <laughs> that'd be great, wouldn't it? You should invent that. Maple bacon. Maple It'd be bacon. easy. Uh, It'd be easy. Maple be bacon. So good. I spent yesterday morning with the kids just munching on bacon. Yeah. Like one day out of the weekend, either Saturday or Sunday, pretty much every week, I throw a pound of bacon on the stove and hell yeah. We just, you know, put whatever with it. We the eggs or toast, whatever. You, you've been missing out on some good but, steaks this week. Oh yeah? Yeah. What have you been getting? I've been eating I've been eating good, man. The uh at the discount grocery store in town um they had and they have good meat there usually so they had the rib roasts mm. for 6.99 a pound so i when i do that i buy i bought seven of them and i cut out yeah. the ribs and i cook the ribs and then i cut the rest of it into nice thick steaks there's nothing better i mean yeah. that like extra quarter inch to half inch thickness of steak yeah. makes all the difference in the world for it just That's being fat is. just a better steak yeah and uh man they've been really good and i've been and i got some porter houses from uh the local grocery store and uh those have been really good I too like porter house they're, they're not my favorite though the ribeye is the my ribeye favorite. yeah i'll tell you what get the uh get is everything copacetic yeah i was just checking to see if that was mom texting. yeah I'm kind of getting a little concerned there. No, <laughs> she's no, she's lost. fine. She's fine. She's always lost. Like she wanted to go to Naples before she came here. So she always she wants to go to Naples. Might just be a little delayed because she wants to go to the farm market there, which I don't blame her. You think she's stopping at the farm market? Stuff. We talked about it last night. Oh, she said she, she told me she was on her way, and she said it would be about an hour. Yeah. She thought, but mm. she didn't tell me she was pissed off, and so we'll see. Mm. She knows our phone numbers. It'll be all right. Yeah. So there she is, the empty. Yeah. Chair this is our mom. <laughs> um, we have an imaginary mother. So yeah. So what you do the anyway? What I was gonna say is that the if you like ribeye, find do what I just did. Find a good deal on rib roast and cut it into steaks yourself. Yeah. And it tastes so much fresher. I just because it's all been on the inside you know it hasn't been getting bacteria growing on it or anything it's right. on the inside the of the bacteria meat is on the outside so the it tastes so fresh Makes sense. and so flavorful you know did what i actually did recently which i haven't actually done anything with it yet but i built my own smoker nice is it like a stand-up style or yeah, a, yeah? it's a stand-up and it's just made out of uh roofing steel mm -hmm. and, oh. and angle iron going up around the outside mm. of it mm -hmm. and it has two oven racks on the inside okay and, and a top and it's just like so rudimentary yeah but uh are you gonna run it with wood i am planning to run it with wood yeah um unless you think there's a better way i mean wood's hard to control wood's hard to control i don't know i think i haven't really done anything with it yet i typically use um mine's propane yeah. because it's portable and it's easy and I can turn it on. I can turn it off. I can control the temperature really easily. I could get a propane filament. Right? You could get a propane filament and do that. And then you just have to have like a, uh, like a chip tray for the smoke mm -hmm. Put the chip tray over top of it. And then a lot of them have, uh, like a water, um, reservoir container that mm -hmm. like kind of helps moderate the temperature. But a lot oh. of people, um, I don't love Does it, it with water like steam to it or something too. Yeah, that's the problem. So what a lot okay. of people do is they fill it with sand and then cover it with foil. Oh, okay. And then that way you that still different? get that thermal mass. Oh, okay. And it, it, it gives you the thermal mass without so, steam. Yeah. So it keeps it a more constant temperature. Uh huh. Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. And, and how does that work? Like, do you put this pan directly over top of your flames? And then the pan heats the interior. Is that how that works? So you put, so it's like heat. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, if you're doing wood, you just do the wood, right? 
and maybe like something you could still have something over it to help moderate the temperature. But it's like heat and then like a pan with soaked wood chips, soak them in water and then, you know, put them in there. And then uh, anything like thermal masses above that. And then, yeah, the smoke comes up and the heat comes up and it's all contained inside the inside the box. Well, what I'm trying to learn about vents. So you got to vent the bottom, vent top. Partly here, though, is the curing of the meat. Like, I know you got to use curing salt. What are you curing? Well, what are you trying to make? Anything that I'm smoking in there, I I probably want to cure it first. At least a little bit, you know, Mm, like to make sure that I'm. Uh, keeping it outside of the danger zone, either chemically or by process of fuel and smoke itself and, and the uh, temperature. I wouldn't worry about it. You just put like uncured meat right in the thing? Yump. Huh. And then you keep it at a constant temperature. So what temperature do you would you keep it at? I usually go between 320, usually around 325. Yeah. And so the temperature is going to yeah. mitigate bacteria. Right. And and that's part of the curing process. Yeah. Right? So so you can cure it that yeah, I, way, or right. you can cure it with curing salt, or you could use uh, pepper on the outside of it, something like that, would yeah. actually help prevent bacteria on the outside of your meat as well. Yeah. Or in it if you're making like a sausage or something like that i don't think that you're gonna have that problem i think you're i think you're um you're gonna be fine give it a try or you know cure it the first time if you if that makes you feel more comfortable but then use uh the best thing that i ever did as far as making the best smoked meats is you get a wireless thermometer that's what i want and you put it in there and they've got some now that pair up with your phone and it's it's like truly wireless it doesn't have any wire at all the one that i have has like a a metal wire thankfully because i used to have other ones and they sucked but i've got one that's got a metal wire you put the probe in you leave it there you can like stick the thing it's got a magnet that you put like someplace away from the heat and then uh you can monitor the temperature at all times. Yeah. And so if you're worried about being, you know, inside the danger zone for too long, then just pay attention to what the timing is of the temperature coming up. Yeah. What I'll tell you for me though, is that I never leave the danger zone when I'm smoking meat because I pull it by the time it gets to 130, 130 or 135. Well, of course, I'm talking beef. Yeah. For beef, I'm I'm pulling it by the time it gets to 130, 135. You're talking about internal temperature? Or internal temperature. Or the internal In, temperature internal. of the smoker? No, internal temperature of the meat. Of the meat. Yeah. Okay. By 130. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And then you wrap it for 15 minutes. Your internal temperature of the meat doesn't have to be up to like a certain temp for beef, really. I mean, most... Um, Restaurants will serve rare. Yeah, they should. I don't Uh, trust them if they don't. Specifically. I won't trust them if they don't. I also don't buy a lot of burgers at restaurants. Yeah. So I don't trust ground meat. Because it's mixed the interior and the exterior of the meat. Yeah. 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 So all the bacteria is on the outside. That's the thing to remember. Yeah. If you're looking at chicken or uh, pork, things like that, you got to be a little bit higher level of, uh, you know, vigilance. And, uh, I don't know, just track it, do one and just track it and see what it takes, how much, how much time it takes. Yeah. I know for like chicken, you should be up to 165 internal at minimum. Right. Yeah. So sometimes I like to get pork even a little hotter, yeah. um, at the end. Cause it really renders the fat. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I like that too. Yeah. Where you want to go low and slow, but to get the temperature like, up to where the fat really melts. There's a certain like sweet spot mm-hmm. with pork where if you go beyond it, it starts to turn into like pulled pork. But if you mm-hmm. go just up to it, it maintains all of those juices yep. and all this like 
the flavors are just bursting out of it and but you've got to get past the point where it begins to render and get that full render on to where all the fat's just soaking right into the meat uh-huh. in, in between all yeah. the different little yeah. layers of meat. Yep. Yeah, that's it's the trick. Perfect. That's perfect when it's like that. Mm, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome, man. You got me thinking about but the thing is, right now. <laughs> you know, you know, you know how you make that perfect thermometer. Yeah. People always think, oh, no, I'll just time it or I'll like poke it. First off, if you're poking it, you're not cooking it because you've just let all your smoke out. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Hey, hey. she's here. She made it. Yeah. Did you lock the door? Yep. Awesome. Thank you. Hey. All right, we gotta. Oh, she's gotta lock her car, and then we'll no longer have an empty seat. How's it going? Welcome to the studio. Happy Mother's Day. We're live. Just so you know, so you're not surprised. Okay. Take a deep breath. There's headphones here. You look nice. And if if you can't hear you, nobody else can hear you either. That's my that's my tip for everybody. (laughs) Oh gosh! Hi everybody. Oh, get a little closer. (laughs) Oh, look at that right here. Yeah, it's right here. Get a little closer. I can. I slide up. Oh, don't do that. Pull the mic. Just leave it. Just Just leave it where it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get, yeah. There you go. That it. You're okay. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Here. I can hear you. But yeah, just don't be. Okay. Afraid. Don't be afraid of it. <laughs> it's not going to hurt you. You have to be close to it if you want people to okay. hear you. There you go. Okay. See how it sounds. Yeah. That's what you want it to sound like. Okay. Thank you, Phil. Happy Mother's Day. Welcome to the studio. Thank you very much. It's it's an honor to be here today. <laughs> For Mother's Day with my two sons. That's awesome. <laughs> wow, we are just, you look like you're being tortured right now. Do I? Jeez. It's probably the allergy showing. We were just <laughs> you want some coffee? Meat. That sounds good. But earlier we were talking about foraging and how the three of us kind of have that in common, mm. our nature centric Yeah. Cool. There you go. You've already been live for a while? Oh, yeah. We're, uh, we're about 20 minutes in. Oh, you got here early then. Yeah. All right. Patrick says. So welcome to the show. I love how the camera cuts to the empty chair. (laughs) I know it does do that when I'm watching sometimes. Yeah, it's only it's just because I've got that view set up because I knew you were coming and I I didn't want to have to reset it during the show. Mm, Maybe I should have. Yeah. So everybody, uh, if you want some good coffee, the Blue Heron Bakery. The Blue Heron Bakery. It's on Water Street. It's down uh, kind of uh, facing the water. So, you know, you can see it from the outlet trail, but you can't really see it from the street. You have to know where it is. Kind of near the old gas Mm. building for anybody that's local. It's it's really good. What kind is it? Black. Flavor. Coffee. coffee It's coffee flavored coffee. Did you put anything in it? Nope. Where'd you say it? It comes from so, oh, uh, it's from Cuca Coffee Roasters. I want to say, yeah, Cuca Coffee Roasters, and you can it's pick that up at coffee. the and I, Heron, the Blue Heron Cafe, Blue Heron. the Blue Heron Bakery, I should say. Bakery. And I also I got you guys um, chocolate croissants. Ooh. You should show those to the camera. Wow! Look at that! Look at that! Wow! That's <laughs> bam going in us later. Mm. Oh, and um, I'm glad that I'm going to be able to share this with you guys is uh, this month, the the Laurentide, uh, which is the next stop, is doing Go Gray in May, and it's for brain tumor awareness. They're raising money for brain tumor awareness, oh. and it's all getting donated to a nonprofit uh, for brain tumor awareness that cool. uh, is, is close to them. I was hoping to have Marla on. I'm hoping maybe uh, we'll be able to get her sometime by the end of the month, and they're having all sorts of like awesome music. They're getting the best of the best. 
musicians. They've got uh, this weekend. They've got uh, barbecue over there today. It's like prime uh, beef brisket uh, sandwich or something. I don't know. Sounds good with some kind of broccoli salad. And uh, yeah, so I'm fired up about that. And uh, so that's a cool place to check out. We're going to be going over there pretty soon, actually. But Awesome. I'm wanting to check out your local haunt. This is, yeah. Well, you're going to, you're going to see a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one and that one. Oh. Yeah. That's a couple. Right. You don't have to get any more than that to right. be a couple. <laughs> what was the funniest thing? Of, what's like your funniest memory of mom growing up? Oh. Funniest <laughs> memory. Well, there were a lot of them. I, to try and pinpoint one specifically, uh, in the basement one time, uh, this is in Albany. You're talking about oh, when you were about I was two a and a half very years old. young child <laughs> at the time. Very young. Oh my God. But this was, uh, it's, it's funny now, but at the time it was actually one of my scariest moments. Uh-huh. Our sister locked mom <laughs> in the basement and I, I was playing outside of the basement window and I heard her tapping on the window <laughs> and suddenly I heard the window break. No, you put your boot through it. Uh-uh. What? Yeah. <laughs> Man, you got your leg up that high? No. That's impressive. She took her boot off. It was a oh. very long oh. strap-up boot. I remember this. Okay. It was a, a very long leather wow. boot that went all the way up to the knee. I did have a pair. You remember that? And they had long heels on them. They had oh. solid wood heels on them. Oh. And you knocked one of those windows out. Huh. Before you broke the door. <laughs> before you broke the lock right off the door. You broke that window well, out. So I had no idea you were me. so strong. I was getting pretty desperate to get to work. <laughs> well, yeah. And you wanted Violent. to get me to get the neighbor across the street. Because Jen went over there. She went to play with her friend yeah. next door. <laughs> and Upstairs, across the street. I didn't know where she was. Yeah. I'm two and a half. I have no idea. But I know <laughs> that you were in desperate need of help. Oh, man. So she says, go to the neighbor's house across the street. And let me tell this part of the okay. story. All right. Yeah. Okay. You, you tell. Cause I was very, very serious about him having to do this because it was nobody else. And I was really worried about him crossing the street. Oh well, yeah. It's Albany. So it's well, Albany it and you're a, a young child. It, it, was, a, it was a little <laughs> residential area. I didn't send him out on a highway. <laughs> no, but, no, but, but, um, it was scary for me. I've never, really cross the street by myself. I couldn't get out and I had to go to work. And the only way to get somebody to help was to get Jen back over here. And he couldn't, he, I had him going upstairs and climbing on a chair and trying to unlock the door and he couldn't reach it. So this <laughs> trip across the street was a last resort. So I said, Doug, you have to be extremely careful when you get to the road, you have to look both ways. And make sure there's no cars coming before you cross that street. I'm counting on you, basically. So I I watched him, and um, he got to the edge of the road, and he stood there, and he looked this way, and he looked that way, and then he looked down at his feet. And I watched that. And he went. <laughs> he went across the street after he looked at his feet for a minute. I was like, I was, oh my God. Oh, so petrified. But I just knew that if I was to focus on my feet, I couldn't let all the other like fears in, you know. So oh. that's I was just uh, that's what you watching were... my feet walk across the road. I was like, you're gonna take me there. <laughs> yeah, that's <feet>. crazy. <laughs> wow, when yeah. It did work out so that I got them back to come back over, but I had already busted through the door. Yeah. It just took all that for nothing. Up. All that for it, nothing. It took well, he wasn't coming back. <laughs> he went over there and started playing too. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't oh. want to come back there. He was playing. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of the time that I got lost in the backyard 
up on Hillcrest. I went down over the down over the hill. Are you talking about in the car? I thought I was lost. No, no, no. We told that story on the show a couple weeks ago. Oh, did you? Yeah. No, we were talking about um, I like right kind of behind the house. <laughs> Jen. Hey, Jen. Yeah. Hi. Hey. <laughs> That's our other sibling. Um, I went down behind the house and like down into the like tall weeds, like over the edge where I couldn't see yeah. the house because I was a little kid and, you know. And I was like, I couldn't figure out how to get back. I was like so small. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> and Doug, Doug came down and got me, brought me back up. <laughs> I always crack up when I think about um, just like the Christmases growing up. I know it's like, I don't. <laughs> day after Christmas is the day he was born. <laughs> Oh, it's never been the greatest. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. But I always laugh because um, you have a unique way of giving gifts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there, there's like two things, right? So you know, there's two things you know you're going to get every year. Jen can uh, testify to this. <clears throat> is you're going to get a gift wrapped in a, a, a black trash bag. <laughs> and <laughs> and you're going to get something and it might be inside that black trash bag but you're going to get something that um you, that you've owned for for a long time and like she she'll about. like something that you like purchased that you liked and so she knows that you like it because you you bought it for yourself and then um <laughs> Like you'll forget about it one day and she'll be like, all right, well, I don't know where she keeps it. She puts the stuff like in some room someplace. And then like 10 years later, she's like, Hey, look, look what I found. <laughs> and it's like, Hey, isn't that, I recognize that. Uh, <laughs> this must be a late development. Cause I don't remember that. No. You don't remember that. I, I, oh, I swear to God. Yes. Jen can testify to, to that. Maybe yeah, once. yeah. See, Jen, the garbage bag wrap, and the, it might already be yours. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. That's it. <laughs> it just shows you're a good part of the family. <laughs> I know. I just love like. I feel left out. We, no, we'd always be sitting around the table, just like talking about it, laughing. Yeah, Jen was big on that. Oh yeah, yeah. Jen, <laughs> Jen was a big part of it. I remember that little like heart lamb porcelain thing that, oh no really that you gave that you gave her <laughs> yeah i remember that i think that showed up in one of my boxes when i yeah. unpacked at the new house <laughs> all right jen i guess you know what you're getting for christmas this year <laughs> oh dear oh man i can't read that uh, it's says, the old oh i thought you'd like this back <laughs> yeah <laughs> it might already be yours she's oh yep that was great. <laughs> so any funny moments with us growing up that you can remember? <clears throat> um, that I, won't that won't end our careers. I was thinking about. <laughs> I was looking for a career ending moment here anyway. <laughs> I, I was, need an exit. <laughs> you were always looking for an exit, Doug. When you were little. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't keep you in a car seat. You figured it out. You got out. There's no way. <laughs> Problem solver. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he was really excellent at getting out of a diaper. He could, <laughs> could not keep a diaper on that kid. <laughs> I'd have him outside playing in his diaper, and all of a sudden he's trailing it behind him <laughs> halfway off. <laughs> well, you know, after a while, they get heavy. Oh. That's the thing about diapers. Yeah, if you don't change them every couple of days, they start to really <laughs> bog you down. <laughs> and I was an outdoors type kid, so oh, I yeah. didn't come in to get my diaper changed. You know, I was just no, out you're in nature. Just let it go all day. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the time when we were at Jen's celebrating. I think it was Alex's or Bridget's little birthday, early birthday, and you you pooped. In the pool, <laughs> they had out there for all the kids. What <laughs> he pooped? What? He pooped in the pool. I don't think you mean Jen's no, birthday. Not no, no, Bridget's. When they were little kids, when they were tots. No, 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 no mom. 
because he was like 15 or no you were older oh, you were like wait, 20 wait, wait, wait. Yeah. 25 that's right, that's right. hey you know, 25 30 35 i might have pooped in the pool at one point but they you weren't alive poop yet. in some pool <laughs> it would have been really weird if it was when alex or bridget were alive <laughs> Yeah, it would have been really weird. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I was way off. Alex was born in 1995. <laughs> that's all right. I got it. No. All right. I good. Be, good. Uh, mixing okay. up my two memories. Let's there. just uh, beat that dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> somebody pooped. So, somebody pooped. <laughs> it's even funnier than. <laughs> There is poop. <laughs> that's, that's the memorable part. <laughs> I probably did. I don't remember it. But... <laughs> that was like oh, wow. already drinking age, and I had a, good, had a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's a time when you start pooping your pants again. Oh my god, mom. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did it that day. I don't remember who it was. I can picture that pool. Picture the day. Jen must remember. Who was that? (laughs) I don't know. It probably just reminded me of you when you were little at the time. (laughs) There was one I wanted to ask you. I can't remember now. Man. What about... What about when I swallowed a wooden block? Oh my god! Oh man, that was the worst time of my life. That was <laughs> scary. <laughs> oh, well, fellas, only just a little tap, just learning to walk and everything. Just learned the word shit. Right about <laughs> now, that was that was one of his first four words. <laughs> yeah, he used and ball, say ball, and ball, ball shit. No, I was just trying to. I was. <laughs> You thought I was saying ball. I was working my way up to ball shit. Oh. <laughs> you were practicing oh that. Yeah. Like, just hammering it. I knew God. it was ball shit, but. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. So I was, I was in the living room and Phil was standing next to the couch. And he used to like to... Um, but those little wooden blocks about two inches long and, and they're round ones. And he'd put it in his mouth and, when he's crawling around on the floor and he'd pop them out. It he'd, was a little He'd laugh and he thought cylinder. that was so funny. <laughs> and it is funny. And so uh that was scary. One day he was he was standing there and he had one in his mouth and um, I saw it go a little bit farther into his mouth than usual. Usually it didn't go very far in there and he'd spit it back out. But um, this particular day, he um, he bit down on it right as I was watching and it went into his throat. And I'm like, oh my God, you know? <laughs> and I looked and his whole life went before me in a flash. And I'm like, oh my God, you know? And I looked in his throat and I could see the top of it sticking out. Didn't you like reach in and try and grab I, it out of there and I just like started, touch it with your fingertips? I just touched it with my fingertip trying to, you know, see if I could get it out. And <laughs> there was no chance. It already went down. Yeah. So, um, so I was freaking out, obviously. I was never really calm in a situation like that. <laughs> so but this I, time it helped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was running around in a circle wondering what, what should I do first? What should I do first? And I grabbed him like a football from behind. The Heimlich. She punched me and I, in the stomach yeah, by no, accident. She Heimlich you I, I on, swung, on accident. I swung you around in a circle. It was pouring cats and dogs outside. And the only thing I could think of doing was going next door to my neighbors, who was a, um, a nurse. And she called. She actually called his dad and stuff and. We rushed him to the hospital, but when I had picked him up, I swung around in a circle and I found my shoes were right there. I jumped into my shoes real fast and over to the neighbors, run over to the neighbors, right? And so um, I got over there. We took him to the hospital and he had three sets of x-rays and they didn't find anything. (laughs) And I'm like... Well, what, what can we do then? Because, you know, he had turned around like right after he swallowed it, he turned around to the um, couch and just stood there like nothing had happened. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) And meanwhile, I got to do something. (laughs) So that's when I started all the running and stuff. So 
So anyway, about three days later, after this was all over and nothing happened, he didn't, he didn't have to have surgery or anything, you know, which I was thinking. And, um, the doctor said, well, it would just, you know, come out, you know, eventually or something. So, um, so about three days later, I had an image in my head that just popped in there. And I remembered seeing that purple block on the floor after I had swung him around. And that was it. It's it right out. <laughs> it's funny what adrenaline does. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I took you over to see my parents and my dad was sitting on the couch with his legs apart, <laughs> big, tall man, you know, and he was, uh, he says, come here, Phil. <laughs> so you went over and you had your hands on his, uh, on his, uh, knees and, um, he says, Oh my God, where's my, where's my, uh, golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> I could have killed him. <laughs> yeah. He had a good sense of humor. And then he showed me the golf ball. A few seconds later, I'm like, oh my God, Dad. He always used to mess with us kids. Oh, yeah. You had to put your thumb on your forehead when you walked into the kitchen. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Yep. He was a Freemason, and that was part of the Masonic. Um, hmm. It was? Yeah. It was a rite of passage. Oh, I never knew that. That's why he did that. He was amazing. Yeah. I, I always remember the smell of their house. <laughs> yeah. Permanent solution. What? It's probably permanent yeah, solution. It was, it was yeah. A, it was like a mixture of beta mercaptan, uh, permanent solution, and uh, and oatmeal oatmeal raisin cookies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Both things would be going on simultaneously yeah. Yeah. there because grandma was a great baker, great cook, and... Also, we had the salon. Beauty. Yeah, she had a beauty salon right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that smell does bring you back, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. You get the combination. Yeah. You remember yeah. sitting in the chair and spinning she, around. Yeah. She would lather oh. up the soap in her hands and you could start to smell that soap. And, you know, she'd wash your hair oh. with the spray hose thing. Yeah. And you could smell the soap before it even hit your head, you know. And, it was just, oh, it was awesome. Oh, good. <laughs> I always liked getting up on the the chairs with the hair dryers and just like putting my head inside the thing. Yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> I did that when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have any good uh, grandma stories? Mm. Off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, but you get me thinking about that. I, I have a friend, Judy Ingalls Porter. Um. We became friends when we were five years old, and we're still friends now. And uh, <laughs> I used to sit in that chair and spin around and talk to Judy for like three hours a day <laughs> on the phone. It was crazy. Huh. We had party lines back then. Oh, boy. I yeah. bet everybody loved you. Yeah, some of them weren't, <laughs> weren't so happy with us. <laughs> but, yeah, those are good times. I remember the phone. And in, in grandma's shop was the rotary dial yeah. phone. And most places when we were growing up now had the button phones. Yep. Oh, yeah. But but not there. All right. It was like stepping back into time a little bit. There were, there were always a few people that you knew that had that, like had that older generation that just hung on to the same stuff that they'd had because it still worked. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, why would they, you know, change? And, um, do you remember, uh, you remember the lady, you remember Flo that lived on the Turkey path? Yeah. I think the, I do. She was a cool. Oh yeah. She was like about yeah. half year size she mom. All over her oh. fingers. Like every finger had, multiple oh yeah on it or, wow. or she was like half your size and yeah she's like diminutive and she'd always have like a shawl and she'd be we'd go like all the kids in the neighborhood uh would go sit on her porch and just talk to her for hours and she had these little like cats would be running around and she had this little like shaggy dog named peaches and uh i remember i never went inside of her house except one time uh because i had to call maybe you were dad something i had to call because i had to you know ask if i could stay 
whatever. Hmm. And uh, that was, I just like always flash back to that rotary phone moment. And, uh, but she was a cool, she was a cool lady and she loved, she loved the kids. Like she seemed like she was about 150 years old. She was always knitting and uh, she just sit out there and talk to all the kids in the neighborhood and keep us entertained. It was like I'd hang out on her porch, and then uh, Mr. Wombled. Yeah, did you ever meet him? Yeah, Mr. Wombled yeah. was awesome. He was yeah. a great piano player. Really? Yeah. Oh, I never heard him play. He'd always he had the fingers of of a banana. <laughs> There's big long fingers. I kind of remember him. He was a good. He was a good guy. I think they lived down down around the bend. From like us. around. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay. I think he was Grandpa's generation. They yeah, all, they all oh, seem to be very large uh, men, you oh. know, and like just built like brick shit houses, like just <laughs> like they never saw a day in their young younger life that didn't involve manual labor. Mm-hmm. You know, just very solid. Well, yeah, different times. Mm-hmm. They yeah. didn't have a smartphone to stare at. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Wommel was seven feet tall, and he gave. He gave he piano lessons. That's right. Oh. He was seven feet tall. I remember him being big, but I was small. That's cool. I used to, yeah. that was like when I was growing up, I wasn't that. allowed to go across the street or anything. And I wasn't allowed to go past the corner. And I wasn't allowed to go past his house. Yeah, Like that was the only reason I was allowed to go around that little bend was to go visit him. Oh, and uh, that was cool. I remember uh, he used to always have candy, and he, mm. you know, give you know, give you candy. One day I was walking back from his place, and he had a roll of lifesavers in his pocket, and he waited for me to get a little ways down the street, and he threw them at me, <laughs> and he goes, "Hey, <laughs> hey, Philip, you dropped something." <laughs> like, <laughs> what? And he's like, "Yeah, you dropped something. It's in the grass there." I'm like. So I look over and I saw it and I was like, no, that's not mine. I didn't drop it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> like, all, all right. <laughs> yeah, he was a good guy. He was a good guy. We had a good neighborhood growing up. It was a great, really. great neighborhood. Yeah. Remember the Pettises? Yeah. Donnie. Donnie and Doug. Yep. Yeah. I don't remember them. Boy, they remembered us. Holy cow. I, I remember uh, running into both of them as an adult, and they still remembered us from little kids. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Cool. I remember Donnie used to have a CB in his truck. He had a pickup truck with a CB in it, <laughs> and it, it wouldn't be on, but some of the uh, the Mullins and I would go over and, like, sit in it and, like, pretend we're talking on it. Yeah. Well, Donnie was a talker. You could oh, never yeah. shut him up. Oh, yeah. Doug was always a quiet one. They're like Penn and Teller. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I suppose we ought to wrap it up um, so we can move on to the next stop. That's too bad Jen couldn't but, make it up here. Yeah. Nice to see your comment and sis. We'll get Jen next time. Maybe. If we can talk her into it. <laughs> but uh, good. You working on anything right now? Any art projects or anything like that? No, just the porch. Your porch, yeah. The porch. I put a stairs. new uh, uh, floor on the porch. Okay. Did a great job. Composite wood, so okay. I don't have to paint it year after year. All right. And uh, I just painted the front steps in between rainstorms and. Yeah. Yeah. And pollen. Yeah. Pollen. And pollen. The pollen's outrageous. I can't believe it. I had no idea. Um, spruce trees. Oh yeah. Oh my God! Norwegian spruce trees trees. hanging over my house, and they just like every little—they have these little um, like mini cones on them in a bunch. And then at the other end of the thing, it's like a taller one, and I think that's the male and the female, or the female and the male. But those females are putting out pollen like you can't imagine. Yeah, Yeah. they're like seventy feet tall. That'd be the male. And the male's the tall one, probably. The male's the pollen, though. And, and they are... Oh, really? Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I there might be other parts from the female that is shedding, but the pollen is self pollinating. What? Are huge trees. Yeah. What the is? trees Can we, in front of your house. Before we go. Your house, they're like three foot in diameter, some of them. 
least the one out by mm. the sidewalk Maybe. is. Maybe. Yeah. Huge, huge. One more thing before we go. Mm-hmm. Because Portia would never let me get away with it. Hi, Portia. If she would never let me get away with not asking you this, uh, can you give us an update on the uh, the squirrel situation? Oh my god! Can you tell us about the squirrels? <laughs> not really. Oh, they haven't been bothering me so much lately. Knock on wood. Because you've made friends with them. <laughs> no, I just think they are out for the nicer weather or something. Although I heard something this morning a couple times. I don't know what it was. So you never know. <laughs> they come back. They'll be back. And probably this year there'll be more of them with all the pine trees growing more cones on them. I don't For anybody know. who did not know that story, she's been invaded uh, multiple times by, crazy. by squirrels. And uh, crazy. she's been fighting them off with the uh, essential oils. <laughs> yeah. We've done some things. And some yeah. other things, some oh, other things at this we point. We tried just about everything. Did you do the trapdoor thing that you were talking about? Trapdoor. Where there's going to be like, you can only go out. Oh, no. 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 Oh. No. No, but we should. We should get on that while they're not in the house. Before they get back in the house. <laughs> oh, you should just yeah. make sure your house is sealed up good, maybe. Oh, my God. We yeah. got a little flashing input on the soffit. Where yeah. We're getting in. Uh-huh. But... Initially, see, I thought that they were actually chewing their way into the soffit and hopping up in through the holes. Mm -hmm. But turns out where that soffit meets the roof, Mm -hmm. it's actually easy to push right up. Ah, So there you go. They just there you go. Yeah, just pushing their way up underneath of that and getting on the inside. And then they're chewing their way back out. So insane. What I think we need to do is put a V-shaped piece of flashing inside that. Um edge of the dormer there and that way when they go to um, get up in there there's Just, nowhere for them to poke their head in sure All right. huh okay well uh on that note thanks for coming on yeah i'll have a happy mother's day happy mother's all day to everybody there. all the mommies and people that have moms tell your mom that we said hi Happy birthday or happy Mother's Day, Jen. And to all those who have mothers who are in heaven, happy Mother's Day. Yeah. So you're an angel. Absolutely. Have a great day.